1: All right. Let us welcome a man who had an amazing start to 2021. In fact, there are many people out there who believe that this victory was one of the all-time great performances in UFC history when he defeated Calvin Cater via unanimous decision last month. First UFC main event on ABC. What a phenomenal effort from the former UFC featherweight champion of the world, Max Blessed Holloway, who is kind enough to join us right now. Max, how are you, man? I'm doing good, boss. How you doing, Michael? I'm doing great. So there's, There's one thing I wanted to ask you right off the bat, Max, and first off, congratulations on the win. We'll get into the fight more in a moment, but I'm kind of in awe by the way you can sort of separate yourself from Max Holloway the fighter and go do like Max Holloway the guy and do it so quickly because you go out there and you have this incredible performance and normally fighters sort of enjoy the limelight after a win like that. They celebrate it you do your duties, you have your press conference after the fight, and that's right back to Max, the dad, the fiance, the gamer, the guy, and you do it so effortlessly when a lot of fighters aren't able to do that. So how have you, like, is this something you've always been able to do or is this something you learned to do
2: along the way? I mean, you, I, I, I've been fighting since I was 16. I've been in the UFC since I was 20. You know I mean? I'm nine year, uh, nine-year vet. I'm old as shit, man. Time is keeping up on me, but uh, now nah, all jokes aside, uh, you gotta learn how to separate it. You know, you gotta learn how to separate. It. Life is about balance. You know, yin and yang. I don't know if you believe in that kind of stuff, but life is about balance. You know, you gotta be balanced. If you if you put in too much one thing on one side, then start stuff start getting unbalanced. If you start doing it here and then start getting unbalanced, it's like you just want life is balanced. You know, so I try to keep my life as balanced as it can be. I know I gotta be a father. I know I need to be a fiance, especially since my fiance is always there for me whenever I need her, you know, and, and, and rush, you know, rush really, uh, needs a dad. I know how it is growing up without a dad. And then, uh, and I love video games. Like you said, you know, Facebook, uh, Facebook gaming, baby Max Holloway official come through and, uh, show some love, bro. Come, come, come support. Uh, we play call of duty all the time. So come through. you might be able to even play a game with me and Rush sometimes. So who knows?
1: Yeah. The thumbnail for that page is a, is amazing with your face on the, on the train and everything. It's phenomenal, yeah. Max. No, Excellent branding. <laughs> how much, how much do you think that's being able to separate that has helped you in your career? Cause like, even on this side with the media, it's hard to separate from it, right? Like you get off duty, but you don't want to have that, like that FOMO, you don't want to miss out on any of the big news. Like how much do you feel that's helped
2: you being able to separate the two worlds in your fighting career? I mean, helping a lot. I mean, like, I don't, I, I, yeah, I, know I don't have that for me. I guess, with big news or big things happening. I don't even watch fights, to be honest. But even when the news, you know, sometimes I'm streaming or I'm texting or somebody texts me, hey, you heard this. I was like, oh, but that's cool, you know. It is what it is. You, know? you got you to gotta learn how to separate it for sure, though. But uh, I just think it comes with time, you know. It comes with time. It comes to a point where I'm at a point in my career where I just want to focus on me. I want to focus on uh, what I can do. I really, I really want to give my best uh, to my career and then also to myself and then have a great life after after fighting's all said and done, you know? So let's let's talk about the fight and
1: sort of the buildup itself because, you know, you probably heard this and you talked about it a little bit on the build to the fight. There's this narrative heading into it that, well, Max isn't over that second fight with Alexander Volkanovsky because of the judges. He might be looking past Calvin Cater, which when I spoke with Calvin ahead of the fight, he thought, that might be a factor heading into January 16th. Turns out that couldn't have been further from the truth. Were you at least seeing and hearing that stuff on the build to
2: the fight? Uh, you see and hear stuff. You know, I see, hear all kinds of stuff. I I heard a bunch of people calling me out in the fight because of the fights. I heard people telling me I was done, this and that. And I mean, I, it didn't bother me. I know where my focus is. I know what I did. I know all the work I did. I know all the sacrifices I had to do. Uh, the only people I had to uh, go out there and show what I did for was the people who sacrificed for me it was my team uh my my family you know my fiance my son my coaches i took away i took away time from away from their family so that's the only people that i i really wanted to show what what was all about you know at the end of the day it's just it's just another fight to me you know i, I don't care i don't care what it is it's just another fight to me i was ready to go people talk 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 uh drama sales so let, let there be drama, all the drama in the world, man. They stay tuned in come, uh, came uh, January 16th.
1: You say it was, it, it was just another fight and you know, people are, are, are always appreciative of you because you're always ready to fight. That's one of the things people really love about you, but I don't know if it's just me Max, but like all fight week, there just seemed like there was something a little bit different about you that like, there was a little more intensity to you. Like, that's how I saw it. Like, is, is that accurate at all? Or am I just like reading too much into how it looked on camera?
2: I mean, I don't know, maybe it could have been, I mean, it, it was just an intense week, I guess. Uh, I guess so. Cause the ABC too, you know, I guess it was, was it was cause of that it is a big history, you know, it a, and it was the first, first, uh, first fight of the, of the year in three weeks, you know, And in three weeks of there was no UFCs and then we got to open up the, the year and I got to be the first main event on ABC. So I, I think so. That, and, and you wasn't wrong in that sense. And, uh, yeah. You know, it was just big stuff. You know, it was just, I got to, man, I get to edge my name in the history books along legends of Muhammad Ali, you know, Sugar Ray Leonard, all these guys that got to fight on ABC. And uh, now my name is up there with them and uh, nobody can ever take it away. So it's, it, it was amazing. Yeah. I mean, you, you put on a ferocious pace with Calvin
1: right away in the first round. He couldn't really get going, but I'm sure knowing Calvin heading in, that's sort of typical for him. He's been a, a little bit of a slow starter. And for him, like second round is when business starts to pick up for him, but you turned it up to another level in that second round. You had him in big trouble. Was that kind of part of the plan? Like put a little bit of a pace on him early. And then in that second round when he normally gets cooking, we'll turn up our volume,
2: man, I, I don't know how to explain it. You know, there's just some nights, I, I, I don't know if you watch other sports, but you know, there's just some nights when others in other sports, anybody, badly just says that like oh man I'm, I'm not i couldn't i couldn't miss a shot you know what i mean i couldn't I, every time i connected i know it was going over over the fence or i knew i was gonna always gonna base like it's just that's just how i felt you know that night i felt like i was just i was just in the zone man I, you could have put anybody in front of me i would have i would have did that performance you know as long as however tough it was you know shout out to cater he was a, a dude who was bossy strong man tough as it can be you know it takes two to tangle and um I was only being i was only able to do what I did because of because he was standing across from me that night, you know, so at the end of the day i just i was just i was just in a zone, man. I just felt good. i felt free i felt i felt like I was having the time of my life in there
1: yeah the the fourth round is the one that really sticks out. It's kind of like the point of contention coming out of the fight because according to UFC stats. You landed 141 of 191 significant strikes, which is just absurd to even say out loud to you. But, you know, (laughs) Calvin's Calvin's in a bad, bad way. He makes it out of the round. And you talked about how, you know, sometimes in sports, the hoop, so to speak, is just so big. You can't miss. What was that like fourth round like for you? Because fighters talk about how they sort of have this out-of-body experiences at different points of fights. Was that how that was for you, especially in that fourth round?
2: Yeah, for sure. You know, I, I, I felt like that from the first round and then the fourth round, actually, I was, we was going into the fourth round coming out to the fit or, or going from the turtle coming to after the fourth, Right. And we was coming to the fit and I saw him jumping around. I was like, I, I definitely told myself, I like, right. He's not walking. He's not, he's not, he's not coming back out for this round. It is done. And he came out, he's hopping around, jumping around. I was like, oh man, I was like, oh, we. Waiting for a fight, fight. So I was excited. You know, I was excited. I felt good, and like I said, hats off to Cater, man. like I really showed uh, why he's uh, one of the, one of the top guys in the division.
1: I spoke with Calvin's coach Tyson Chartier, and it was a few weeks ago. And him and Herb Dean got a lot of flack because they didn't stop the fight in the fourth round. And Tyson said, in essence, like we were so close, but every time we got to that place when we're about to throw in the towel, Calvin would give us a reason not to throw it because he would fight back and he would land a big shot. So in that fourth round, as you're landing all those shots, are you like
2: surprised Herb Dean's not stepping in or that the towel wasn't thrown? I mean, I don't know. You know, who am I to say, you know, I'm a fighter fighter. I I'm I'm a fighter, man. You know, I'm not in there. I'm not in there focusing on Herb Dean. I'm not in there focusing on the coach. I'm in there doing my thing, you know, doing my job. If I start focusing on on the on, on what the coach is doing or what Herb Dean's doing, I'm gonna lose control. You know, my 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 objective was to go in there and fight, and I was fighting, you know, and uh, all that other stuff. I have no uh, no say on it. You know, he's just tough. You know, like he said, like I can see where Tyson coming from. I can see where Herb Dean comes from and and thinking certain ways. But all I gotta do is focus on fighting. You know, I gotta go out there and do my thing, and uh, that's all I was focusing on. I was focusing on Calvin in kind of like a, I don't know if vicious is the right word, but the fifth
1: round happens. It continues on. Like you said, Calvin was bouncing up and down, ready to go. And it sort of told a vivid story in the fight. It's almost like it was meant to be to have that fifth round because as the seconds are wearing down, you know, you're getting your moment. You're shouting, Oh, I'm a freshman. I'm the best boxer in the UFC. You're talking to DC and the commentary team. And then you land a punch while you're talking to them. Like it was just so wild to watch, man. (laughs) You're slipping punches. Like, that fifth round, like those closing moments of the fight, was just so crazy to watch. Like, what is? I know it's hard to think in the octagon,
2: but like in that fifth round, while this is happening, like, what is going on in your mind? I was just thinking, you know, when we went to that that corner, I hit him in the body, and then I heard, uh, I think it was Dan Hardy. Dan Hardy was saying something about numbers, like like did, like strikes or whatever that I landed, and then I told him, count it up. Like I was like, I let him know I wasn't done, and then he caught me with a jab, and then that's why I went. And then that's when I, just, I I flexed and I talked to him and I told him, oh, best boxing, UFC, whatever. That's when that, all that happened. And uh, it's just, man, it's just that moment, you know? Like you said, like, thank God a lot. Uh, uh, thankfully, a lot of stuff didn't happen leading to that moment because if it all was stuff, then we would not have that, that little minute of the last five rounds that was just crazy, you know? So, you know, I'm super grateful for that.
1: How would you describe your relationship with Daniel Cormier? It's like a... To me, it's kind of like a big brother, little brother thing, but you guys are super tight and you, you talk a little jabs back and forth at each other. DC likes to poke and prod you a little bit, but in like a, a kind hearted, spirited way. Like, how would you describe that relationship with Daniel?
2: I, I would say, I, I'd say definitely like a big brother, you know what I mean? Like a big brother, little brother kind of stuff, you know? I just gonna keep poking the bear, and just so happens he does look like a bear, so I'll just keep poking <laughs> him, you know what I mean? Like, uh, like I say, I got nothing but love for the guy, but uh, number one pump pump fighter in the world. Should be willing to fight anybody, you know, and uh, he, that, and that's why I call him out, you know, and I like to believe I'm the daddest man on the planet, and he likes to think, so he's that. I don't know where he's coming up with that. Just because you sneeze and you throw your back doesn't make you the daddest man on the planet. But whatever, we'll go on next time. But, uh, you know, DC know what it is, and he's ready to retirement. I heard he's trying to get back in shape. I don't know what for, but you might see DC and Max Holly actually be official, and, and everybody, and we can thank the fans for it, because they're on they're on team max baby hashtag that's not the planet that's gold
1: cool. uh must see tv right there i mean listen when you have a performance like you had last month it opens up a lot of doors you know get dc's attention of course you know we got the big title fight coming up on march 27th with volkanovsky and ortega right. you know you deserve the winner of that fight in my opinion you got connor's attention with that performance you got everyone's attention if we're being honest but you know now that like a month or so has gone by where's your mind sort of taking you with the next step you know since that fight since that performance because now you've had some time to let it kind of soak in your brain kind of chill out a little bit where's your mind taking you as far as the next step in your fighting career goes
2: um I always say it happens you know you you said perfect you know Dana White said what he said after our fight you know and um you know with the Alex and Ortega fight coming up everybody know that I'm the cloud, you know what I mean? I'm the cloud over that fight. You know, I'm the cloud over the division. So, you know, let them two guys focus on each other focus what they got to do. And then let the rain continue, you know, after it. So I can't wait, I'm just excited. You know. I'm just, I'm just chilling out, hanging out, surfing with my fiance, with my son, he's getting into surfing and uh, playing a bunch load of video games, you know? So like I said, we're on Facebook gaming now, come through and uh, and come hang with the boy what's what's better I mean you've experienced both at this point what's
1: better being the champion or being the cloud
2: I mean uh I don't know and I mean I would say being a father <laughs> I mean I, I think being a father is is is, is the best thing ever being a dad's man on the planet that's the best thing ever having a fiance to spend time having having stuff to to be with them you know I it is what it is you know I like I said you guys heard me talk about it multiple times you know you're not a champion because of a belt, because you have a belt, you know, I carried myself a champion for a but I got five of them at home. I mean, I got a little, and one of those little Pawn Ranger looking things that goes on them, you know, so at <laughs> the end of the day, I ain't mad, you know, I, I, I love, I just, I love being a dad, man. that that but That's better. That's the best thing, being a father.
1: Yeah, I'm with you on that one. I have a seven-year-old, almost an eight-year-old. And people tell me, like, each year is a little tougher. You know what I mean? They say, like, it's the twos and the threes. And
2: then, like, oh, it'll get better. But, you know, it doesn't really. Yeah, it's never going to get better, Watch What's <laughs> when these little punks get 14, the 15, the 16, when they got a little bit of attitude, you know? And then they they start dating and shit. I'm like, oh, man. What is,
1: <laughs> <laughs> what is life going to be like 10 years yeah. from now? It's going to be so different, man. Exactly uh do, do, do you have a theory like, or a thought on how that title fight plays out? Do you think, I mean, you fought both guys, so you, you have a better kind of knowledge on it than I would.
2: I have no idea. I don't know, man. You know, style makes fights like they said, and, uh, whoever shows up, shows up. So we see what happens, you know, I, uh, it's, it's an interesting fight for sure. So we see what way it goes and, uh, you know, made the best man win.
1: Do you feel like in a, in a weird way this late in your career that Volkanovsky is, kind of like your career rival now he's like your arch nemesis outside of daniel cormier of course because i mean i feel like you guys are going to be forever attached together at this point you've had the two fights the second fight was so
2: controversial do you know you know what i mean Uh, i mean no i don't i don't look at that at anything with anyone you know like this is just what i do i fight i fight whoever it is you know i don't make these narratives this and that but somebody wants to, they can go ahead, you know, like I said, drama sells. So if somebody wants to bring the drama, I ain't going to be, you know, but if you want to be about a big drama show, then go and do it, you know, go and say that, but at the end of the day, I, I got no mind, you know, I mean, I, I, I just focus on me. I focus on what I control. I focus on what I can do, how I can make myself a better person in and out, Dr. Gone. And, um, we're going from there.
1: You just want to be challenged. You want to fight the best guys possible at this point. doesn't matter name. You just want the very best guy to stand across from the octagon with you at this point.
2: Oh, 100%, you know, I want to be, you know, when all this money and this fame and whatever it is, this interviewers, when they don't want to do me anymore, uh, when it's all said and done, when I leave this earth, whatever happens, I want I want my name to be amongst the greats, you know, in, in, in this sports and all the sports, not only in this division. So whatever that takes, uh, you know, let me know. And I'm willing to take that role. I, I know you, you said you don't You don't watch a lot of fights, but did you watch the fight between Dustin
1: Poirier and Conor McGregor?
2: No, but I saw, you know, I saw it happen. You know, I saw a clips of here and there and, uh, well, crazy. It just shows how crazy MMA sports is, right? MMA, MMA is one of the most wild sports there is. I do, um,
1: two, two last things before I let you go. I, I do want to talk about the gaming channel a little bit more in a moment, but I just wanted to get some clarification on something because the last couple of fights, this one with Calvin, especially, you said you didn't spar and Uh by that, do you mean like that you just didn't hard spar or like no sparring at all? I'm just curious how that works because is there somebody that's like mimicking Calvin in the gym in any way, or is this just pure instinct and experience taking over more than anything?
2: Yeah, we didn't spar. We didn't hard spar. Like, I didn't, we didn't go on there and like, and spar, spar, you know, like, like fight spar, you know. We went in there, we moved a lot, we moved around, you know what I mean? Like, I saw stuff, but it was for looks. It was mainly for looks, you know, and um, that's what it was for. That's what it was about. Like, I wasn't, you don't, you know what I mean? Why, why, why damage the the motherboard before getting to to the main show? So that's that's just the way we look at it, you know. I didn't, I didn't really hard spar, not at all. Like, we moved. I saw movements. We mimicked Calvin for sure, you know, just, just to give me an idea, but that was about it.
1: Yeah. I th- I think it's so smart. Now we're seeing stories of, you know, past fighters like Spencer Fisher. That story is just crazy seeing like the long-term effects of sparring and the wars he had in the octagon and out of the octagon. It's, it's a scary thing, man. When did you sort of realize like, I don't need this anymore. Like I fought long enough. Like I don't need to do the hard
2: sparring thing anymore. I mean, I kind of knew of it, you know. It's just like, just like anybody else, you know. I'm not telling people to stop sparring, you know. There, there comes an age where you can't stop, you know. And I think so most UFC guys, we can, you know. We we went through it a lot. If you got to UFC, that means you've been to some fights, and you're you're here by reason. So you had to put in the work to get here. Nobody gets here by chance or luck, really, you know. And um and and once you at that point, then it's it's smarter, you know. It's better, you know. And this is a new way to do it, so. At the end of the day, it just took, it, it was just time, you know. I had so much time. I had so much time where I did certain things where it's like, oh, this happened to me, so I had to fight through this in, in amateur fights. You know what I mean? And even in sparring, and um, it was just you look at other sports, you know, like the NFL. You know what I mean? Or football, when you're when you're playing like little school leagues or uh when you're playing um park leagues, you're hitting. You play high school leagues, you're hitting. You know what I mean? you go to college depending on what college you go they actually stop hitting they hit during the spring and then during the whole season they're not hitting you go to the nfl they don't put on no pads to hit each other you know it's just why why are these guys doing that why don't we try to try and do that and that's what we did you know i i, I got a i got a son like i said i want to be a great dad uh, i want to be a great grandfather and if i live that long i want to be a great great grandfather you know what i mean so at the end of the day, that's what I'm saying. I'm just thinking lo- long-term goals, long-term life, and uh, I don't want to put no extra stress on uh, any loved ones.
1: Well said. So l- l- let's talk about the gaming because, like I said, I-, I do follow you on Facebook. I see the the Blessed Express is going live. You're hanging out with the peeps. You're playing some games. Like I said, the thumbnail absolutely rules. Talk about that. Like, do you have set times when you actually do it or is just like surprise and playing games? Like, Uh, is it
2: just on Facebook or is there other outlets that can find it as well? I'm just on Facebook. All my videos that we post up is on Facebook. So come on through and uh, give them live, Max Holloway official, like I said. Um, I I, I go on almost every day uh, around, uh, it's it's like a time around 2 to 3 uh, p.m. Hawaii State time. And then sometimes I jump in the morning around 8 o'clock Hawaii state time certain days when I'm not training, but most of the time I'm, I'm back, I'm on around, uh, two to actually two to four PM Hawaii state time. So if you guys ever want to come through Monday to Friday, to Sunday, and then the weekdays, Saturday or Sunday, if you're a supporter, I play with supporters. So that's what I do is it's so much good fun, man. It's just a way to get away from everything. And just, I'm a big call of duty guy. So, you know, I love running to dance. so it's, it's super fun. So it's mostly call of duty. It's it's always Call of Duty. You know? <laughs> I, don't play, I don't play nothing else. I mean, I'm waiting. I'm waiting for this game called Animal Crossing to uh, not Animal Crossing, but a uh, Party Animals to come out. It, it's uh, it's like a little fighting game of like like uh, like a uh, cartoon dogs and stuff, animated dogs and crocodile. It's so cool, but they're fighting in it. So that's what I'm waiting for. There you go. Uh, what do you think of the Raptors this year? I, I they turn around. They turn turning around. The Raptors turn around, baby. So I can't wait. You know, you can't be just jumping the ship. Like I know, this having a tough opening. Fred Van V really waking up, man. He be, he been hitting some shots lately for us. So I think I think it's exciting times. I mean, this is, a, this is a former championship team, you know, and they still have some of the guys that won the championship on the team. So they know what it takes, you know. They know what it takes, and I think so. They're putting it together, you know, and then. And it always helps with my hawaiian my my Hawaiian buddy bobby webster over there the gm he just signed the extension so shout out to him and uh you know what it takes too to get the guys so hopefully we can get some more pieces and uh be back in title contention
1: yeah it's like our fortunes have reversed i'm here in massachusetts so i'm i'm obviously a Celtics fan. we
2: started off hot and now we're starting to you know are yeah, starting to crumble yeah, a little bit did you guys have a tough one yesterday you guys lost out yeah, like red right, red right <sighs> overtime yeah brutal That's- Twenty three point lead heading into the fourth quarter. Well, yeah, and they came back, yeah. Huh? Just <sighs> like Lakers. You see Lakers? Lakers is up seventeen. Seventeen. And then Wasser Westbrook them came back in overtime in the fourth. That's crazy.
1: Well, I mean, if it happens to them, and I guess it's okay that it happens to the Celtics because that team is just really hard to beat, man. I I don't know who's gonna beat them. It's just I I miss the NBA of like the night, like the the late '80s, early '90s. I'm a little bit older than you, but I remember like Bird and the Pistons, and you had to earn every shot. Like if you, you there were no easy layups. You got clotheslined yeah. if you got in
2: too close. Yeah, now you get now you get now you get you get fouls, so you can't <laughs> do it. So we see what happens. I don't know. I think I think Nets. Think Nets and maybe Lakers do it together, man. I don't know. That'd be that'd be crazy, but see what happens. I hope Lakers go back to back, though. I want I want to see them go back to back just for Bron. Yeah i hear you man max
1: i have to say like 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 i said off air bucket list conversation for me uh i could have done this for another hour easily but congratulations on the incredible performance cannot wait to see what's next in uh in store for you really tremendous stuff in and out of the cage my man congratulations on the engagement as well and uh wishing you nothing but the best man enjoy the game and, and make sure you tune in everybody the blessed express on facebook
2: that's cool thank you brother later you're listening to the vox media podcast network